Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's no secret that we're faced with historic uh, labor shortages. Uh, I'm going to prioritize uh, going forward uh, healthcare workers and skilled trades workers as the uh, two groups that we're really going to work to recruit to Ontario to fill uh, labor shortages. That's uh, the minister in charge, Ontario Labor and Immigration Minister Monty McNaughton, making the announcement uh, about expanding uh, those numbers that we talked about. It was part of the problem, as the minister told us a few months ago, uh, and it looks like uh, they've seen the light on this, and they're actually going to see those numbers increase significantly. So what is the impact, and how is this going to help us with this uh, uh, recovering economy? Uh, pleased to welcome back to the program Richard Lyle, who's the president of the Residential Construction Council of Ontario. Uh, Richard, pleasure to have you back in the program. Thanks for the time today. Thanks, Bill. Good to be here. It's uh, kind of great to see, you know, here's a problem that's identified. Uh, government, please do something about it. Uh, and they do, <laughs> and in pretty rapid fashion, given the, the the problems that we're facing right now. Talk to us about the announcement from uh, Minister McNaughton yesterday and how this is going to impact your industry. Well, you know, it was a terrific announcement, and uh, kudos to Sean Fraser, too, our federal yeah. minister of immigration. They uh, worked together on this. It was, uh, you know, certainly based on our recommendations, but that of others. You know, we, we've got a huge problem here. But it was nice to see the province and the federal government coming together and, and doing something that is just makes sense, uh, very positive for the future. It, in a, you know, by itself, it's not going to solve our problems. We've got a lot of other things that need to get done, but this, this is a major step forward. Well, and just to bring people up to speed on this, you know, we've always relied on immigration since since we began as a country. Uh, <laughs> that, of course, hit the kibosh because of what was going on with the pandemic and the lockdowns, et cetera. But even then, yep. I mean, the numbers that were allowed in Ontario, it was, uh, well, a little over 9,500, I think it was at the time, uh, which was clearly not enough. Uh, it's bumped up right now to 16.5 for this year. Uh, with, uh, I guess, progressive increases as we go through the years, which which kind of makes sense. You can't just say, okay, you know, put the toolkit away, we're all done. This this is going to be an ongoing concern. And and I, I like the way they've drafted this policy here, actually, uh, Richard, because it looks not just at what's going to happen this year, but going forward, it looks like they're going to address it there too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're right to touch on our history, Bill. This country was, or at least modern Canada, I'll put it that way, was built by immigrants. Uh, you know, in the post-war era, when we produced tens of thousands of units of housing for people returning from wars and people escaping war-torn areas and coming to Canada for a new future. I mean, the, the amount of work that was done then was incredible, but it was immigrants. And now we've got a double challenge, of course. We've got a, the, the baby boomers retiring. There's a huge amount of experience there and hardworking people that are moving out. And, uh, and of course, COVID accelerated everything. And we still are missing people from COVID. I mean, people forget that there are still people on long-term uh, illnesses as a result of COVID. So we've got a kind of like a triple whammy there. So this really helps. We've got to pick it up. We've got to pick up our homegrown talent development too. That's long been neglected, not necessarily because of anybody's fault. It's just that you know, we became very accustomed to relying on immigration for skilled trades, but then the, the rules kind of changed and, you know, parents didn't really want their kids to go into skilled trades. And we've made great steps in dealing with that, but we still got a lot of work to do uh, right across the board. But, you know, yesterday was, or the, you know, the announcement the other day was a breath of fresh air. 
And you've got to look at this, as you say, not in isolation, but in the broader picture here. And I'm glad that the ministers are doing that. You know, we're talking about numbers here, the number of people that are going to be coming into the province right now. And it's a significant increase, as we just mentioned. Uh, but you have to have the infrastructure in place for that, don't you? And as you say, skilled yep. trades, community colleges have a role to play here. Uh, and, and training uh, about you know, the people that are going to come here uh, have to have that foundation so they can move forward on that. Now, I know the community college program is not new to this province. The early 1970s, I think, is when they started doing it. So it's been around for quite some yeah. time. But they've had to pivot too, haven't they, Richard? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, there's challenges right across the board. Community colleges, I mean, one of the problems they're facing, they don't have housing for the students that they're bringing in. And we've used, uh, you know, education immigration as a source of uh, for a source of new talent coming to Canada but we've you know we've had those other problems where you know we get people here with their own designations and so on that we won't recognize so they end up driving cabs we all know that story so you know there are things there that need to be fixed the housing situation needs to be fixed because you know some people say we'll cut off the immigration well, we can't do that because if we do that in not too, not too distant future, we're only going to have two or three people working for every 10 people in this country if we didn't have immigration. So we don't have a choice there. But we've got our back again against the wall here, though. We do have to double the amount of housing that is going to be needed to support our demographics and demographics don't lie. And of course, to build that housing, we need skilled tradespeople. And we had a problem with our immigration system that was not bringing in or you know providing for the amount of skilled tradespeople that we needed. And now that's getting fixed. So we look at the picture and we look at the challenges that are ahead, and and uh, especially when it comes to skilled trades. And and you're facing something that a lot of other facets of the economy uh, face. Well, including the, the healthcare profession for heaven's sake. I mean, we just did a segment just a couple of days ago about the number of family physicians who are retiring, uh, and and there's not a whole lot coming up through the pipe right now to be able to take their places. <laughs> uh, and there's more yeah. people, as we just talked about, Richard, they're going to be coming to this country now, and they're going to need family physicians. So it, it, it's all part of the same package here. Uh, but at the same time, to be able to fill that expertise, it's one thing to say, okay, we, we're going to bring somebody in to help us build the houses or whatever the case might be. So those skilled trades are going to be extremely important. Uh, but when you start to lose the experience and, and st that, that expertise that's been developed over years and years, uh, you don't make that up overnight. That's going to take some time and some dedication, isn't it? Oh, you're absolutely right. You can't replace somebody with 30 or 40 years of experience with a newbie. They just don't know all the tricks of the trade. Now, we need to pass on those skills. And I'm actually hoping uh, that some boomers will keep working a little longer than they might otherwise, and or at least be involved in mentoring. I, I do a little bit of mentoring myself for people coming up. Um, but yeah, we've got, there's, there's a number of catch-22s here involved in this thing. And it kind of reminds me, remember the Apollo 13 movie, you know, the great line that failure is not an option. Mm -hmm. So now the question is, we've got everybody lined up. Now we're talking about implementation and speed. Can we do things? Can we make the changes fast enough? And, um, uh, you know, is everyone fully committed? You know, we, I still see some people that are, they're not walking the talk, right? They're yeah. saying all the right things. But then when it comes to getting things done, it sort of gets gummed up and slows down and so on. Uh, you know, we're seeing that in a number of areas. But but there, it, the good news is there is movement afoot here, you know, on recognizing foreign skills on the medical side of things, training nurses, uh, skilled trades, immigration, 
on housing, getting rid of some of the many, many barriers to new development. You know, we we got this wonderful green belt, but that meant we had to build higher. But, the, you know, as we know, the rules weren't changed to allow us to build higher and more densely. And, uh, you know, it's it, it's now, now we're now paying the price for that. But we're going to get this right. But this is all hands on deck and it will require us. It, it is requiring an extraordinary effort. Well, it is. And we've seen some of those stories already, as you mentioned, about projects. And we've got some of them. I know you're aware of them, even in the Hamilton area, uh, that yeah. sound like they should be moving forward on this. But uh, there's 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 still a few roadblocks in the existing system, which are going to have to be modified. But uh, we'll get into those in greater detail, I guess, later on. But anyway, good news announcement, and a couple of them, actually, from uh, both federal and provincial governments uh, to get us on the right track. Uh, Richard, always a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks for the time today. Thank you, Bill. Pleasure to be here. Anytime. Take care. Richard Lyle, the president of the Residential Construction Council of Ontario. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.